brainiacs, right before we started recording, Ryan and I both realized we had stories of recently where we've been reminded how old we are. Recently, as in 10 minutes ago, was mine, but I go like before recording, mine occurred. But you go first with yours. Okay, so like yesterday, uh, I was a hot, beautiful day here in Austin. I went out paddle boarding and was like, you know, and it was it was windy. And so what's what's power boarding? Paddle, paddle boarding? Paddle, paddle. I thought paddle. you said power. I was <laughs> like, like, what's power boarding? Stand up paddle boarding. And, um, and it was windy. And so like going back, you really had to like fight against wind. So it was like exhausting. And then you know, you've just been on the water and then the sun, it makes you just more tired. Mm-hmm. And it was like 9.30 at night. And I was like watching some, watching, maybe been watching Frasier actually. And then I realized my next door neighbors are having a partay. Like, a, like, and it, I can tell it is like they're out on the balcony because I can hear them through the wall and through like the window of the balcony and stuff. And I can tell it's like a, it's a youth's party. Oh no. And I'm like, okay, it's 930 on a Saturday. Like I'll let them have their fun. Um, I, I take Leo out and I notice that they have piled up outside of their door as the party's been going on, uh, boxes and boxes full of empty handles of liquor and what looks like they were doing like 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 medicine type shots like 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 shots of liquor but in those big like looks like syringes yeah big syringes not actual syringes but yeah Yeah. that's now piled up in boxes we don't have trash pickup on saturdays here at my building you can put your trash outside and they'll pick it up like sunday through thursday night they'll come by and like pick it up and I was like, no, no, people, it's it's a Saturday. There's already flies starting to gather. Oh, God. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like, let's just see how long this is going. Okay, 11.45 rolls around. Party is still bumping. I've heard them sing happy birthday to someone. The bass is like throbbing through the walls. So I'm like, okay, I had to be that person. I go next door. I knock. No one answers. I knock very loudly, like a few times. No, does it get super quiet? No, because I don't think like, they can. Bam, 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 bam. I don't think off. they can even hear the knocking. I don't think they can hear it. Um, also, their apartment—it's like a two-bedroom. It's not enormous, um, and so I just have to like crawl into my bed at you know a little before midnight. Turn on my white noise as loud as it goes. Put my earplugs in, and I'm about to when the leasing office opens. I'm going to make a noise complaint. <laughs> oh, I'm. You're better than me. Like, my theory is, A, I'm going to go over there. You're going to ignore me, and I'm going to have to end up calling the cops, and then you're going to know exactly who did it. Or I can just call the cops now, and you'll have no idea it was me ever. I mean, I'm not – I've never called the police on this. If anything, I would, like, call the courtesy officer for our building. But also, I know who that is. He's the state trooper who lives down – The courtesy officer? We have – we have – we basically – we have a state trooper who lives in our building. He lived down the hall from me in my old unit here. Um, Excuse me, uh, sir, but someone wasn't using the salad fork. Like, what is a courtesy officer? It's like a a polite way of saying security guard, but he's not our security guard. He, he, like, what he does is every night he does, like – at 10 p.m. does a loop of the whole building and the garage and then like nothing's amiss and but he's only gets like paged if there was something like this it just sounds like he runs around like you didn't say thank you and like write you a ticket <laughs> yes like. or you didn't hold the elevator for that person yeah. that you saw coming um so anyway i just was like well here we are you know i'm now the person going to file a noise complaint with the leasing office and also let them know about all the trash that they've had out there since friday night that's that's mm. bad that's gross um we had someone at an apartment one time who insisted on thinking dirty diapers could be recycled and kept putting them in the recycling bin in like the oh, in no. one of those ones where you had recycle bins and then like a chute. And then so I discovered this is how this is really making me come off as a petty weirdo. I found the uh, apartment letterhead and I just photoshopped my own 
announcement and put it up there as theirs and said, please, baby diapers are not recyclable, blah, 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 care of Strathmore Court or whatever it was called. Okay, wait, this, and, is, a, this is a great idea. I'm going to go grab the logo of my building off the internet and yeah. just print a note. <gasps> the other secret is to do things in different sized font so it looks like someone whose job it was to do it like took some time. Mm. So it's like, hey, everyone. Dirty diapers are not recyclable and recycling, you know, and like did it. So it looked like someone, I don't know why. I, I don't know if that was more effective, but it helped. It stopped for a while. <laughs> and then, and then they sent out a notice that said someone is putting <laughs> fake sign. Like, but it was funny. Cause like they're like, someone is putting fake signs looked mysteriously like the fake signs that had been up. <laughs> someone um, thought the, the sign about fake signs. was Yeah. Fake. <laughs> it's very meta. Know. It's like that thing in movies where it's like, shoot him, and it's the two people that look the same. Um, Well, how many of these fake signs did you put up? If they had to put up one that was like, there's fake signs all over the place. I got drunk with power. Like, it came down, so I would put the same one up a couple times, and then I'd put ones that, like, quiet time is from, and then I established my own quiet time. Like, I was just like, no one's catching me do this. Like, (laughs) you know? So I just, like, again, got just drunk with power and was like, I will make my own rules for floor three. Like, they knew it was my floor. That's I, They had to know because it was I wasn't putting them up all over the building. I was just doing it on our main areas. <laughs> I just love to think that they have some sort of, like, homeland, it's always sunny style, like, grid up. And they're like, okay, it's only apartments around here. And they're trying to figure out right. who it is. I just, it's just it, I mean, it was just, like... <laughs> It just it wasn't that big a place, so it was they were like and I feel like they couldn't go, we know it's someone on floor three or whatever. Like that's the thing with these groups too, is like you can learn really quickly if they're like they have those weird social construct contracts of like we can't we know who it is, but since we run a business with like tenants, we can't blame one thing because what if that whole rogue goes, It wasn't me and gets very insulted. Mm-hmm. So they would just say that they're like, There are fake signs all over the place was just very like please do not put up anything that is not official whatever so um so i had an old moment this morning too where we had a group text going on for a friend we we had a you know zoom happy hour last night that like started at five and ended promptly at six so Ugh. that's how that's how my life's going um uh we did three things yesterday and we ended up home at like 10:45. It was glorious. Anyway, so we did this uh happy hour and then everyone was writing back like hey, thanks for putting this together, Tara, blah blah blah. And there was one number on there that didn't in my phone book didn't have a contact associated with it. So I'm like, I want who is it? Like I was going to go by process of elimination and see whose number I didn't have. Mm-hmm. And I went to do it and all of a sudden it started FaceTiming all 12 people on the list. And I could not for the life of me figure out how to stop this FaceTime. <laughs> so then I started like trying to turn off my phone at which point it did that emergency thing. If you like click it and it's like, do you want to call 911? So it's like, whoop, whoop. and I'm like, no. And like Tara's asleep in the room and I'm like, turn it off and everything. And like, I'm seeing people like it's, it's a, this terrible chin view of me as I'm like trying to turn it off. And like, right as it goes off, it's like two people answered. 
And I'm like, Ugh. and I so I send this thing. I'm like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to FaceTime anyone. I panicked and I couldn't figure out how to do it, so I had to completely turn off my phone. And like the one person who answered was like, "You're an idiot." Like it was so funny. I was like, "Oh no." I, I would have loved it was... if you just like threw your phone on the ground and like stepped on it a bunch of times. Like that's it. Yeah, just out the window. Um, <gasps> well, um, I guess we should we should go ahead and and get the show started. Ryan, do you want to introduce us all? Like say hello, Seattle, and all of that. Hello, <laughs> yes. Hello, Seattle. I'm Ryan. I'm Laurel. And we're the Craniacs, and we're joined today by Laurel's very special friend, Jessica. Say hello, Jessica. Hello, everyone. Yeah, that did sound a little like <laughs> her caretaker. <laughs> her caretaker and... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, we'll let Jessica say hello again. <laughs> okay. Hello, everyone. I am Laurel's longtime friend. How about that? There you go. There Thank you. you. <laughs> this last night jessica might be the friend i've known the longest since i don't know when when you moved in across the street but like i think i was in preschool so So, yeah my whole life i can remember you being across the street so yeah look how beautiful this is yes Yes. Mm -hmm. um i think that's a pretty special friendship oh yeah but let's just not say special (laughs) it does it does sound like i'm trying to insinuate that you two are a couple in like 1825 or something like to me it's like when elderly people have been like widowed but they start keeping company with someone else they'll be like and this is their special like this is grandma's special friend joe That's yeah. kind of what, what it sounded yeah. like. Um, but These two I, widows moved in together and started a farm. And they're just so lovely. Just friends. <laughs> just special friends. Um, but yes, a, a big reason I wanted Jessica to guest on this episode is I watched the beginning of season eight at Jessica's house with her family. Oh, wow. In really? real time in 2000. Okay, I do not remember this okay, at all. Clearly no it was offense. not a pivotal. Sorry. <laughs> well, I remember being excited for the season premiere. Absolutely. But I think I was, I guess, too focused on it. I don't remember you being there, Laurel. Well, also, um, it, it, was, it was the only episode of Frasier I watched at your house. So that's probably uh, why it sticks out to me. Yeah, you were just yeah. in your own home. You yeah. didn't know I was there. I was hiding behind the couch. Yeah. Um, no, it, it was something like you and I had gone. So Jessica and I went to high school together and we were on drill team together and we had gone to some sort of event after school for something. I don't know. We got back like a little before Frasier starting. And for some reason, like neither of my parents were home <laughs> and I like didn't, and I didn't have a key. I was not a latchkey kid. I didn't have a key to my parents' house. And I was kind of like, um, and you were like, okay, well, like, come over and like call your parents and like, we'll just see what happens. <laughs> and then y'all were like, we're about to watch Frasier. And I was like, I love Frasier! Miles and Daphne! <laughs> and I'm sure that was my reaction too. I was like, okay, let's go watch it now. You know? yeah. So, so yep. did you, so were you like a longtime fan? Did you watch Cheers? Did you like, how did, how did your Frasier your history origin start? Story? Yeah. So I'm just a few years older than Laurel. So like, I vaguely remember my parents watching Cheers, you know, and like mm-hmm. I remember watching that series finale, um, but I don't have very clear memories of like Frasier, you know, specifically right. and everything. And so I actually asked my mom because I couldn't remember. I was like, when did we start watching Frasier? And so she told me that like she liked Frasier, but she liked Frasier and Nile, or sorry, Frasier and Lilith on Cheers. And so the fact mm. that Lilith wasn't going to be on the Fraser uh, Fraser series, she was kind of like, eh. And so we didn't really watch it the first season, but then it started winning all the awards and there's so much buzz about it. So probably somewhere 
season two, we started watching and we were hooked. I mean, it was a regular on our weekly, you know, sitcom rotation. And of course, watching the reruns and everything. So we watched it all the way through, except I think I was like Laurel, where the last couple of seasons, it was like, if I'm home and it's on, sure. But it was not, I was not a diehard, like all the way to the end watching Frasier so weren't you both in college by that point yeah we all in yeah so that's probably part of it is I can't remember also I feel like around that time is when DVD sets of things started coming out and that Mm -hmm. was like how I watched started watching television yeah and I I can't stress enough how like back then if you didn't actually record something on a VHS you just had to wait for it to be rerun again there was no way to watch it like online there was no you know, DVRing of anything. There's no way to stream it. It was just, yeah, you missed it. You missed it. So, do you remember programming a VCR so you could record something while you're out? Yes. Oh yeah. Yes, I do. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Like now, there's so much stuff built in to just do that. You've got like just DVR. Just record. You just go. You just go. I want this show, and it goes. Oh, I'll find out when that's on for you, and it will do it for you. But back then, it was like. It felt like you were programming a small piece of the space station. Yes. <laughs> well, and I remember once it was really we had a very old VCR even for the, even for that time, and I remember it was very cumbersome to program. And once we we made it through, we programmed everything, but the TV was on mute and we didn't realize it, and so oh, it recorded no. whatever we were doing. But the whole but there was no sound. <laughs> oh. Uh, I think I remember all of us being very mad and probably yeah. blaming somebody about that. But. Yeah. Did we ever talk about when I accidentally recorded over family video with, like, Mario 1? Maybe? Like, I used to lay back, and the cord was only so long, so I'd lay on, on my back and play video games. Oh, we had talked so about yes. And I was, I'm a tall individual, so, like, my foot hit the record. And so, like, the next time we're watching whatever trip that was all of a sudden it's like level four on mario and they were so mad but i was like you can record video ga-. like it like changed my like oh my god you're like we're really burying the lead here guys that we can, re- yeah, we can record like, video what? Games. like it, but anyway i definitely thought you were going to reference the time that you what was it that like mashup you made of like hbo after dark of just oh like, yeah it was it was, it was a compilation of of uh topless shots from like every time my dad would get free hbo i'd stay up late and then at my uh We've talked about this on the podcast, but at the uh, what the heck is it called? Rehearsal, rehearsal dinner. dinner. My I was like dress rehearsal. That's not what it is. Um, <laughs> the rehearsal dinner. My dad's like my, Ryan used to make all these movies. In fact, here's one that says Ryan unedited, and I'm like, that's the movie. Please do not show that movie. Oh my god! Like I was like flop sweat. But anyway, it, he ended up not showing it. But it was funny because Tara turned around and noticed I was like pale white. She's like, What's wrong? I'm like. That's and then I explained it to. Her. I don't think I told her the whole story like you. I think she like understood the type of person she was marrying. She's yeah. like, "Oh, I get what's going on." I was like, "He can't show that." Well, you know, having been at Jessica and her husband's rehearsal dinner, I can say no such embarrassing thing happened. Um, <laughs> I know? do recall that y'all had a crossword puzzle though that I and believe you dominated. Yes. Like by yes, far, beat our parents, <laughs> beat the best man, maid of honor. You were like done. <laughs> yeah it, it was like oh it's like what country did mark live in like at this age and i was like oh egypt and everyone else was like what 
<laughs> and I'm like, guys, do you not know this couple? <laughs> was everybody like, what? Like, I can't believe she knows that. Or what? Like, we're having a rehearsal dinner. Why is this girl obsessing <laughs> over <laughs> the crossword? <laughs> well, I do seem to recall that, that everyone else was like, because, you know, I'm, I'm a little competitive. And so that everyone else was like enjoying their meal and occasionally glancing at the crossword. And I was like, no one talked to me for 10 minutes. I'm going to fill this out. <laughs> yeah, that that's what was going on. Laurel was so, in the zone with trivia, you know, just yeah, already, yeah. already. Yeah. Jessica, you mentioned uh, Frasier being part of your normal sitcom rotation. What what else was included in that? So you get kind of an idea of what you were watching around that time. Let's see. Well, I can't remember what nights exactly, but I feel like there were certain nights where it was like, yeah, we're sitting down, we're eating TV in the living room, watching these shows, you know, but we were a big home improvement family also. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. We would make jokes that my dad was like Tim Taylor because he was all about home improvement projects and cars and all that kind of stuff. So we did the same thing because my dad was the first surgery at like Plano Presbyterian (laughs) Hospital. (laughs) Like he was. Do you ever see that episode where Tim comes in and someone else is in the uh, like one of his kids goes to the ER and he comes in and they get him like a robe and a mug that says like Tim on it. He's like, no, no, it's not me. Well, see, my dad was actually more like Al. Like, everything was going to be done perfectly and, you know, just all the I's dotted, T's crossed, all that kind of stuff. But still, enjoyed watching Tim just, you know, epic failures all the time and everything. So, yeah, we watched that, of course. We watched Roseanne also. Mm. Uh, Frasier, ER. We were a big ER family. Oh, my gosh, yes. And um, Sunday nights were big. We were all about Simpson. Uh, Malcolm in the Middle, and then X Files. So, oh my gosh, you were such a big X Files fan. Yeah. Oh yeah. I so, that. yeah, those are things like really stand out to me. I'm sure there was more, but oh, Friends, of course, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, but and Frasier was definitely is, on that list. <laughs> X Files is one of those ones I need to go because I, I started watching it and I got to like the episodes with the dude who could like crawl through the vents. Oh yeah. Do you remember that's really early <laughs> and that's really creepy. Yeah. Oh yeah. There are some can, like, like seriously creepy ones. Like there's one I will never use one of those like blue freestanding porta potties ever again after watching oh, that one. Oh great. Well, that's good on. That's <laughs> Maybe good I'll hold off reasons. on this one. That's yeah. True. True. So you should just yeah. Yeah. You just avoid yeah. those. Mm-hmm. So. Well. Do we want to get started? And do we want to do this one as like one episode? Because it is a two-parter. I think we should do it as one episode. Yeah. Even though I watched it in two, <laughs> over two days. Um, so we are now kicking off season eight, episode uh, one, which is a two-parter. So we're going to just consider it as one. Um, and the dish ran away with the spoon, which is a great throwback to everyone's favorite nursery rhyme, Hickory Dickory Dock. <laughs> I'm a little surprised that it wasn't the dish ran away with the moon. Oh, that would have been good. Missed opportunity there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got the part one. I've got there's two of them here because it's it's divided into two parts on IMDb. But the one I have right now is Niles and Daphne flee her wedding altar, but soon discover the heavy price to pay for admitting their true love as jilted groom Donnie and bitter wife Mel seek revenge. I think that's pretty good for both parts of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd say that's so. That's one of the better IMDb ones we've had in a while. Um, I thought this one was funny right off the bat. First of all, I I, I just I, I have a question of like, and I don't know the answer. Did they film this right after the finale? Like, did they just keep? Were they like, let's just go ahead and film at least the first few scenes? 
I would say so because that first scene in Fraser's uh, apartment, it's pretty obvious that uh, Daphne's pregnant. Well, not Daphne, but yeah, Jane, Jane leaves. leaves is pregnant. Oh, is that why she's wearing like very loose clothes? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that, like, I wrote something where I'm like, what a Hawaiian shirt. Like, it just <laughs> so that is, I mean, if you remember, like Jane leaves is so trim and has such like mm-hmm. a dancer's figure that they always put her in really like kind of, you know, slim outfits and stuff. And suddenly, okay, I wrote this down for a later part, but we should talk about it now. Her, they did not know how to dress her. No. At one point, she's in, like, sweatpants and a big hoodie. And I'm like, what? Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, pretty, so Jane pretty awful. pregnant. And I yeah. remember reading at the time that the creators were like, timing-wise, couldn't have been worse <laughs> for our storylines because right. we had no way to write it in. And we also knew we were going to lose Jane Leaves for, like, three months. Um so, yeah, they just decide to go ahead and try to mask it. And it, it I, I'm not going to spoil what happens, like, later on this season, but it, it, uh, her changing figure becomes a plot point um, mm-hmm. throughout the, the rest of the Do season. Do you guys ever watch uh, How I Met Your Mother? Mm-hmm. Do you remember when Allison Hannigan was pregnant? They would do stuff like, remember that time you won the hot dog eating contest? And she like stands up and just has a big belly. And she's like, yeah! yeah. They would just like play into it. I loved that. They did a good job with it. Yeah. Well, because the whole th- reason she left is Barney tells an extremely inappropriate joke and she's like, she's not hanging out with us anymore. Like, she's at home. So, like, she goes away for a while and then, like, comes back and he apologizes. She's like, okay, fine. Well, I won't, we won't, we won't spoil how they write Daphne out for like six episodes. Okay. So, hmm. okay. So, I think it's, I think it might have something to do with immigration or, or a green card or something like that, okay. which may push their marriage forward some way. Because okay. I, I know we talked about this last episode where I was like, I'm interested to see how they handle this with Donnie and Mel. And in this episode, they don't, it doesn't become, like, it's a continued story. It's not, okay, we're we're just going to, it'll be something that pops up every once in a while. It feels like this is going to be the, the, the season eight uh, plot line. And I'm excited for mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And um. I... I so I had a Laurel LOL right off the bat, which they're in the Winnebago and Daphne is saying that the flower girl said that she was the saddest bride she'd ever seen. She said, if I couldn't fool a four-year-old with an eye patch. Well, I had an LOL right after that when Niles said, remind me to get that girl a car for her preschool graduation. Yes. <laughs> I, I had, it wasn't an LOL, but like one of the things I really liked about this episode was a lot of the sweet sentiment that went into it. And he said mm-hmm. something at one point where he was like, she's just like, are you nervous? And he was like, only that I'm going to wake up. Oh, I wrote that mm-hmm. down and I said, next to it, it says, I'm sobbing. I wasn't sobbing, yeah. but like. <laughs> they, they did a couple scenes like that. There's one later where after they decide, you know, we can't just run off. We have to go confront people. Uh, which was a weird scene because, because they, they do it from like first person POV of. Donnie and Mel. And I was like, what a weird way to not have to pay guest stars for this episode. But then they show up later. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was kind of a weird like thing. Cause it didn't sound like Donnie and Mel. It sounded like stock sound effects of, Oh, and screaming. Yeah. 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 I just, it's just an interesting choice. I, Cause I, I, I don't know what if they rap that day and they're like, well, we got to film this too. So that that almost supports my thought though, that they did film those scenes right after. Cause it makes me wonder if, yeah, they had already said, okay, like thanks Jane and Saul, see you next season. And then they're yeah. like, oh wait, 
let's go ahead and film some scenes while like they're still in costume and we still have all these set pieces still here. Or maybe yeah. they didn't know they had them for next season. Like they hadn't finished mm. that contract yet. And mm-hmm. that's why they were like, we can do this. And I don't know. We know too much about the behind yeah. the scenes things of TV shows now. <laughs> right, right. True. Well, I think also it kind of made it lighter as far as the subject matter. Cause you know, I mean like breaking off a wedding, you know, and ending a marriage and everything, like that's heavy stuff. But when you do it from like this, weird silly you know point of view perspective and everything it makes it seem a little light-hearted you know even though it's that's not a good you know point. we didn't have to like witness mm-hmm. the anguish yeah that yeah exactly that's a good point yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um i will point out that it was something i thought was funny so as many of you know i watched the hulu version with ads and the ad in the middle of this was a runaway bride ad for nissan where she gets in the nissan and gets away and she's like it's kind of insinuating that she just wants to drive the Nissan instead of being married. I don't know. But I was just like, all of a sudden, there's this bride running away. I was like, wait, what's happening right now? So I thought, I was like, does Hulu know? Is this just happenstance? But we, we, we I thought that was know. funny. Yeah. 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 I liked when they're driving back and Martin was very sweet. I thought him saying, like, what you guys did was a big deal. Because it was. I mean, they mm-hmm. could have just run away. Uh, as someone who... Uh, passive aggressively put up apartment signs instead of dealing with the problem. I can understand they might have just wanted to run away. Uh, but I did like him saying he was proud of them. And Martin, after kind of being a little bit of like a heel or heel adjacent in the end, you know, where he's like, oh, Simon's fine. I did like him kind of coming around on Simon a little bit. Mm-hmm. But Simon was. What'd you guys think? What, Jessica, what do you think of Simon? Because I have. I do not like him. <laughs> I am, yeah, I agree with you, Ryan. I don't know why they felt that they had to make him so obnoxious. I mean, they, he, he could have been like kind of, you know, total opposite of Daphne, but not that extreme and still been funny, I would think. Yeah. Like, they just made him too horrible. Like, well, and, and I'm trying to remember when this first came out. Did, like, did we find Simon as obnoxious then? Because I... I, I remembered him kind of fondly, like, oh, right, Daphne's brother Simon. And now I'm like, oh, this is terrible. I, I have to be honest, it's like, I don't even remember him. Like, it's like I blocked him out of my memory, oh, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, what, what I also hate is that they, they just do, with his storyline, they do things that you wouldn't have him do. Like, Daphne's like, oh, did you get all the gifts mailed off? And I was like, Daphne would not Why? have her idiot brother who can't yeah. even tie his shoes, like, mail mm-hmm. give, get all of her wedding gifts to the post office. Like I did like the bit of him opening the gifts, him being like, who wants to come downstairs <laughs> for waffles and, and espresso? He's like, what? He's like, you know, he just opened stuff and put it back on. I thought that was a funny bit. I did also um, enjoy what was seen as like a woo-woo wedding gift when he's like, the Winnebago now has a DVD player with surround sound. And I was like, Whoa! <laughs> I also like that I don't know if you noticed when Daphne was wearing her Hawaiian shirt he also had a Hawaiian shirt so in my mind I was like she must have dirty clothes and she's borrowing one of Simon's shirts I was like I don't know why I was fixated on that Hawaiian shirt other than I like Hawaiian shirts and I was just like ooh Daphne has a Hawaiian shirt yeah I uh it's just I I knew I I remembered very vividly that in the very first scene post-wedding she's in like a a loose billowy Hawaiian shirt and I was like oh here it is (laughs) yep yep um, I also enjoy that Niles and Daphne don't know how to greet each other. They like oh, right, give right, each other right. those yes. very awkward like cheek kisses, and Fraser's like, "The cat is out of the bag, guys." Can do you guys 
think like I, I think they look. I, this is me really nitpicking, and probably after like eight, you know, seven seasons of wanting them to get together. I like you guys kiss weird. Like I don't know why. Like they don't quite have kiss chemistry it, yet as actors. I I I agree with that, and okay. yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like because I know like that in real life, like David Hyde Pierce is gay. Like I don't know, like if that's me reading, thinking they kiss weird because like that's just mm-hmm. like not a natural thing to him. But I I, I agree. I don't know. I, I don't mean, remember yeah. if it gets better. <laughs> I don't know that women's lips are that different from men's. I don't have a whole lot of like straw polling to get that down, but uh, I, I don't know. It's just, the, and, and some of it may be just, you've got to, you've been thinking about what that must look like for seven years. And then it's not whatever that is. That might be some of it, but I feel like they're not quite there yet. Yeah. yeah. Well, but didn't they kiss on the one where they do the tango dance? Yes. And I remember that being like a passionate kiss, you know, like. And now that I think about it, I feel like David Hyde Pierce is just a bad kisser on TV. Like, I, I think we Uh-oh. don't see him kiss. I don't think that we see him kiss a lot Uh-oh. of people in Frasier. But I feel like even when he and Mel kiss, it's like. Laurel's about to update her dream journal because she's learning David Hyde Pierce is a bad kisser. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, Je- Jessica, you've not listened to the most recent episode, but I had to say my affection for David Hyde Pierce is not romantic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> It is. That's what that's what Daphne said for six years. Uh, yes, exactly. And I guess <laughs> things could change. Who knows? I'm still a young woman, so yeah. some someday I'll be on drugs and be like, David Hyde Pierce told me he loves you, and you're like, what? <laughs> and everything will change. You'd be like, I have some questions, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, I I, I agree that they're all they, they yeah they're they need to finesse that a little bit. It also made me wonder if Jane Leaves was more pregnant than we thought and, and that he's he having ha- to lean yes, in more and yeah okay because that's they a do good a, point I, like it makes it stuff. more awkward and, yeah. yeah so i felt like the the balcony kiss though in the last one was a little weird i don't think i said anything last episode but i mean who knows like that could just be something they're both not great at and it's they're true. just great <laughs> at other stuff who knows i don't know yeah well uh, that's, yeah i also like the, just the more i think about it like we I don't think we we rarely see Daphne like other than like giving like Donnie pecks. I think maybe it's just been seven years since they've had to really kiss someone regularly on camera. It's <laughs> a good point. Have, yeah. Have you guys ever dated someone who you're like, oh, this is a bad kisser? Yes. And I trained them. I trained him. <laughs> now, now, did you like have a talk or were no, you just like no. positive feedback? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the whole like you you kiss somebody the way you want to be kissed kind of thing. So they learn over time, yes. and yeah, mm-hmm. by example. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Tara and I had a, a terrible first kiss. Have I told this story on the oh. air? Don't. I don't think you have. I don't think you have. It, it was our second date, and I walked her up like to her elevator at the apartment because like you weren't allowed, like you, like whatever. But it was also second date, so I wasn't like, let me up. But I was like, you know, trying to be comfortable. Like, apart- elevators are fine, but it's elevators that are all glass right Fancy. and we've had a great second date yeah she had she she talks about her apartment when she started it was one of those ones where she was on like they had to let a certain amount of people below a certain income live there she was one of them she's like this place is way too fancy anyway so they had all this like reflective surface and like this is our first kiss you know it's our second date let's uh, I go in and i i kind of like open my eyes a little bit beforehand and there's the courtesy officer or whatever <laughs> uh like 
staring at me. So I'm like, oh, and it was really bad. And it was so bad that I sent, I went back to the car and I was like, God, I, I'm going to send something and see if this works. I go, hey, I'd like a second chance to kiss you. Do you want to go out again? And she was like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> but it was like, she, but we both talk about how terrible our first kiss was. Well, you had an audience. Of, yeah. But, uh, of one, again, so. right in my eyeballs was this guy like, like, right. I remember him like writing something, like looking up and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like hello <laughs> like i didn't know there was going to be a third party involved in this <laughs> situation <laughs> so i can i can i can you know i have some sympathy for david hyde pierce um i don't know why i'm putting it all on him uh, it could be da- could be daffy for all i know um i wanted to talk about i, I forgot fraser was left at the altar so when he goes to I see donnie and talks about that yeah like i think mm-hmm. that was good world building sometimes they just throw things that happen in cheers they don't do it very often when they do they're just like you have to watch cheers or you have to know this about this character mm-hmm. and and he's men- i mean he's mentioned it before in fraser it's definitely been several seasons though and because i remember even then being yeah. like what yeah um okay uh, so unpopular opinion go for it i really like mean vengeful donnie and mel <laughs> not that unpopular okay. They're much better bad guys than they were. I like them that better than than mm-hmm. the other way. Like Donnie, I was because you know it, I was waiting for this heel turn for Donnie, and I thought they were going to lead up to it, but no, they're like vengeful Donnie. Mister Chump was a whole hilarious bit. <laughs> well, and, and when he found all yeah. these different ways, like he's like tortious interference. I'm like, talk legal to me, Donnie. Talk legal to me. I want to hear yes. all these ways that you're going to sue them. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't want it to happen, but. Well, you sympathize with them somewhat, you know, and yes. it's kind of like, yeah, Niles and Daphne, they got to pay the price for leaving them, like, you know? So yeah. it's like, yeah. yeah, you cheer for them somewhat. So I was about to say I don't sympathize with Mel, but then I remembered that they were actually eloped. So that part I understand. Well, like, I, that- I mean, I was like, you know what? Mel's uh, like requirements, not that bad. We have to be a happy couple for a few weeks and then we're going to get divorced. Like, I'm not going to be embarrassed. I have a certain social standing. I have my dignity. I need to keep intact. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Um, w- would I force a it, wedding reception? No, but. <laughs> right, 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 right. I, it's, it's funny because for me, I'm like, I was kind of on Niles' side with that. I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. Now, when Mel would retaliate i would be like i understand you retaliating mel like you're like we want to do this like but i don't think i would pretend i also think i'd be very niles where i'd be like i'm like just like hello and just sweat like (laughs) uh, like i don't think i could i could pretend that i don't think i could do that especially when she does Mm -hmm. get vinville is like you can't see her at all you can't be seen in public because to me i don't know i feel like if they're seen in public it's like I don't know. Maybe things are different now than they were then. It's like that guy cheated on you. What a piece of garbage. Like, and then like, I feel like maybe that's my social circle that that's how they would interpret the series of events. But I think that for Mel, that would be very embarrassing to have her, you know, to have her new husband cheating on her. Like, yeah. Whereas she, she wants to come out. She wants to have the upper hand and be, and be in control and not be like, this happened to me, so I'm going to divorce him. Well, see, and that's my question. She says, you know, play along with it for a couple of weeks, and then I will be the one to file for divorce. And I, it's like, I wish Niles had asked or said, under, on what grounds? Because, like, if he was seen out and about with Daphne, well, then, yeah, she would come out looking on the higher grounds. He's the one that mm-hmm. cheated and all that kind of stuff. 
But and I really, I don't remember, like, what grounds does she say when, if, if, you know. Listen. I, <laughs> I, I, I will say, like, no, no, knowing what I know about, like, mainly celebrity divorces and stuff, um, she could 100% file for divorce on the grounds of fraud. Yeah. I Is it better to file for divorce at this point, or should they try and get an annulment? Like, it's days old. Mm. I know. That, that was another thing. Is I was like, how many people have you really told you could just get this annulled? Yeah. Well, like, apparently they've told an entire wedding reception. Worth yeah, of all of her colleagues and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And she's so worried about saving face, you know, that, yeah, she's willing yeah. to put Niles or force Niles through this. So And also yeah. kind of yeah. force herself through it because yeah. that's not fun for, I would be on edge the whole time if I were her, unless she's just mm-hmm. getting some, you know, twisted joy out of seeing this be so uncomfortable for Niles, which I don't begrudge her. I just, I sympathize so much more with Donnie mm-hmm. and Mel now in my thirties than I did at the age of 15. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think it's fun to see, you know, I know you don't want me to talk about wrestling, but sometimes it's fun to see bad guys do bad <laughs> things. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's, that's why sometimes people love the bad guy wrestlers or just like you get over the Marvel villains. Like everybody likes to see, you know, cause they're not held back. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting now going, let's cover all my bases and talk about Disney villains is like, that's for a long time. Like you had two types of women in Disney movies. You had the, how men thought women should be. And you had the unhinged, uh, villain females who were like Mm -hmm. yeah they're evil but they're also on their own terms they get to do whatever they want and i think that's more interesting to watch like mel isn't you're not trying to watch mel be you're not trying to sympathize with she's in this weird limbo as a as a good character she's you know we want to not like her as much as daphne but we don't want to hate her because then you're like why is niles dating her same thing with donnie it's like you know, we want Daphne to be treated right, but we don't. We ultimately we know they're not meant for each other. So now they're let loose and they can just do whatever they want. And and my favorite part about that whole scene with Frazier is the moment when the audience knows what's going to happen before they've actually like Frazier just says to them, "Like, oh yeah, I told him, blah, blah, I'm a fault." And the whole audience goes, "Uh," yeah. like the audience makes <laughs> a, a, a verbal noise, or it's like they've watched enough Frazier to know like this was a bad move. Yeah, well. It, I- I feel like Donnie, I mean, obviously you said it's a heel turn for Donnie, but to me it's like, they're not, they're not so much villains in that there's, they're very much reactive villains. Like they're villains because of something terrible that happened to them caused by the heroes of the story. And the heroes of the story have to like try to kind of make good on it under their terms. So, and they're also, like yeah. you said, they're correct. Have you seen that gif from, like, I think it's the Eric Andre show where Hannibal Buress is like, why are you booing? I'm right. Like, <laughs> that's what it feels like Yes, with them. yes. You, you, yeah. Because it's like, if the shoe was on the other foot, like, or if, if I put myself in Donnie and Mel's shoes, I'd be like, yeah, I don't know. I'd do this, too. I'd be like, I'm going to hurt you just as much as you've hurt me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I'm excited to see where they go with this. I, I, my theory is it's going to be a lot of kind of not full on Maris where we don't see them, but like, I don't know that they're in the show a whole ton more, but like, there's going to, this, this, it's going to be a lot of like, Oh, Donnie's doing this and they have to deal with it. And like Mel is doing this and then they show up for little spots in this. And I think that's a good way of handling it. I also, well, I don't want to jump to the end yet. No, let's, let's hold off. Oh, okay. Well, I just think the, 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 uh, um, Resolve is very good. I have another uh, Hulu ad uh, news that I just I again I if I only bring it up if I think it's something we should talk about. 
So this is a is a uh, so it starts off and it's clearly meant to look like a uh, COVID um, news conference, and this woman comes up and starts talking about everybody is taking pictures of themselves uh, getting vaccinations, but now they're sending unsolicited vac pics. Does that something we want to like make light of? Is what that's obviously trying to like joke about do you guys get what it's supposed to be joking about i, I do but what what is okay. the ad for like, yeah. it ends up being for if don't get vaccinated get vaccinated with axe body spray like this uh, whole thing is just a garbage fire commercial <laughs> that i was like th- this is why the face you're giving right now laurel is why i needed to talk about it because i'm watching it alone in a room and i'm like tara get up here i, I can't rewind commercials so like it just comes and goes I, I and I just needed to talk about it with somebody <laughs> because the unsolicited vac picks I felt was a very poor choice of something to like let's joke about that that's true yeah. wiener pictures <laughs> like yeah and then them going get vaccinated I was like okay that's a clever I like that pun yes, but you didn't need the unsolicited are, yeah. yeah well that was bad and I'm like I don't think I'm ready to make light of our COVID response just yet. <laughs> Well, also, like, don't say something about, like, don't get vaccinated. We don't want to say that I don't know all. if it said. I don't know yeah. if it said don't get vaccinated, get vaccinated. But it was something that I was still reeling from uh, unsolicited vac pics. I probably missed exactly what she said. I will say the other funny thing was it shows there's a guy in the corner doing uh, ASL interpretation of mm-hmm. what she's saying. And he takes vax and he sprays it. And she leaves a press conference and then shows up in the, like picture in picture and is like hey which i was like okay for a vax an axe body spray commercial that's pretty clever but i there was so much going on in this like 20 second commercial i was like trying to get notes like (laughs) just going insane because i usually check out during the commercials i can see you like picking your phone being like wait what (laughs) yeah exactly that's exactly what happened anyway that was that was your 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 our last hulu ad update (laughs) Uh, for this episode. Yeah, Ryan, I have to say, sometimes your Hulu ad updates make me appreciate that I pay for the commercial-free <laughs> version. Because when you talk about it, I'm like, seriously? Oh, I cannot sit through that. <laughs> some of them, uh, some of, yeah, I I grew up, my dad was in advertising, so like, mm-hmm. there were a lot of, sometimes we would pay way more attention to the ads than we would the, the content. He was a football fan and an advertising executive, so the Super Bowl was a huge... <laughs> time in our family yeah. um especially in the 90s especially when they used to do those like movies those air jordan movies where he would fight looney tunes bad guys but i i i, I don't know it doesn't bother me enough that i i want to pay the money mostly because i also enjoy going has anyone else seen this because i loved the, i love the e-harmony ones where it's like a guy catches a football is like i don't want to play games and stuff like that stuff makes me laugh a whole lot um mm-hmm. There was a commercial. I remember speaking of, of frantically freaking out for commercial. We watched a commercial in the frat house, me and my friend Phil, and it was the weirdest commercial. And I can't find it on YouTube now. There's like two. One of them we ended up having everyone see, so I don't need to talk about this. But there's this other one for Lucky Brand jeans where it was like black and white. And it was like dun 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 dun, and there was like a four leaf clover marionette, but it was like very poorly animated. It was doing this like <laughs> Lucky Brand jeans da 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 da, and sang a song. And then there was like a horse next to it, like Bullseye from Toy Story two, and it was like dancing as well. But like they just kept shaking it. So by the end, it's like 
in its own things. And it was like, Lucky Brand jeans, they're great for you. And you like Lucky Brand jeans. And if you don't like them. And then it like zooms in on his face. And he's got angry eyebrows. He's like, I don't think he says we'll kill your family. But he's very threatening for like a second. And then it goes back. And Phil and I are watching it. And we're just like yelling for anyone in the house to come down and watch it. Because like YouTube hasn't really gotten off at this point. So like we're like, if no one else sees this, no one is going to believe that this lucky brand jeans strange commercial exists we never saw it again i think he found it once on the internet and sent it to me and i can't find it anymore i was thinking about it the other day but if you ever see this bizarre lucky brand jeans commercials craniacs reach out to us (laughs) let us know if i find it i will put it up it's i was looking for it the other day because it just popped in my brain like some some strange fever dream did this really happen i I was about to ask were you on some mind-altering substance there was i was not uh this was it was me and phil and i think at the time phil didn't drink so that means we were probably just hanging out watching tv but it was like we were like anybody like somebody like i need to know someone else has seen this and no one believed us they're like i've never seen this commercial i'm like i swear to god well and here's the question for jessica since you have kids Mm -hmm. do you and i do do y'all watch like over-the-air TV with no. commercials. Okay. So, Not I, unless <laughs> it's a sports event, you know? Okay. And mm. even those then were like, because our youngest, we have a one-year-old and a six-year-old. So the six-year-old, we're like, Rob, don't look at the TV. Look over here. You know, like when they're like <laughs> doing commercials for some like new horror movie coming out or whatever. Oh, okay, okay. You know? That's what I was going to ask if it was because it's inappropriate. No, I it's usually that. just the scary stuff. Because, I mean, there's a yeah. lot of stuff, even just in commercials for like, you know, television programs now that's like, yeah, he doesn't need to see that. He's going to be up all night. I don't want to be up all night with him. Like, he does not need to watch this commercial. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a challenge. And that's why we are happy to pay for, you know, (laughs) no commercial television. Yeah. Right. My my friend has, um, her oldest is seven, and uh, she whenever they go to her mom's house, her mom does just have cable and that's the mm-hmm. only time they see commercials. And she's like, they always come home wanting crap. They oh, saw a yes. commercial for <laughs> like some toy or some cereal. And I'm like, Oh my God, cereal commercials are the worst. They <laughs> I mean, are. they were the best when you were a kid, but now you're like, Oh my God, it's just cartoon characters selling sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Mm-hmm. The same way. Yeah. He sees any commercial for anything. He's like, I have to have that. I'm like, you won't remember it in five minutes. Let's move on. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's like, funny because I feel like with my dad doing what he did, there was that weird juxtaposition of that in our family because it was like, oh, dad, I want that. He's like, no, but advertising works. Like, he was just <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> it's, it's like, excellent, no. <laughs> or I'd complain about an ad. We'd be at dinner. I'd be doing something to ad. I'd be like, that ad's stupid. He's like, don't, claim to, cl- don't, don't uh, critique advertising with food in your mouth. <laughs> Like he's like if you're if your plate's full, that's how you're eating. So don't make fun of ads. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, to get to get back to, to the Fraser for a second, um, mm-hmm. I do just want to give this. This might be a. Uh, it's a, in this one podcast I listen to. They give an award to like the person who does the most with a small amount of time. They call it like the 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 heat award. Like who brings the most heat? I would like to mm-hmm. give this award to Jane Adams who plays Mel. Because she just has every part of that character down so well to the point of the, and y'all are the only ones who are going to see this little mannerisms where she just occasionally touches her hair to like. Oh, she's an excellent mm-hmm. actress. It, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. She's it's like so, so good. It's so note perfect for, for really someone who's not in the show very much where I'm just like, well done, Jane Adams. Like, 
I did can't she take my eyes off of, you in a scene, so. Did she do a lot of onstage stuff? I don't I, I don't feel like she broke through mainstream very much, but she's very talented. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a good point if she was a stage actress, because those are all I things that little habits you pick up because when you're on stage everyone could be looking at you at any time but um, yeah yeah she's she i know her from i think we talked about this a a very like r-rated potentially nc-17 like uh comedy drama where she has to deal with some very very heavy strange stuff at a time where i think i think like the 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 stuff they covered in it is like a late 90s is covered more now in, in in adult dramas and stuff like that it's a little stuff I don't really want to go into, and I don't remember exactly. But I just remember her like really like covering heavy ground very very well, and I just I just don't know what it's called. Happiness. Oh, okay. If you know it, no, I don't. Oh no. It it was a it was a film, and like again, it came out when I was like at SMU for film school with, and I lived in a part apartment with three film majors, so it was like I got a lot. They're like, this is great. I'm like, this is a little weird, but like. The performances are good, but like, yeah, it's if I read you like the Wikipedia, you'd be like, "This is bizarre." But she handles it well. It's like Cameron Manheim's in it. Um, it's uh, who else is in it? Like Dylan Baker, who's been in a bunch of stuff. Like it's it's a lot of like indie actors doing Mm -hmm. something, but it's very heavy, Mm -hmm. dark. Well, and it's like subject matter. I don't know about you, Jessica, but I feel like our generation's first exposure to her was she plays the doctor in Father of the Bride Part 2 who delivers Diane Keaton's baby. Yeah, yeah. She's like fresh-faced, like seems like she's brand new out of med school and Steve Martin like doesn't want her to deliver the baby because he thinks she's too young and mm-hmm. she's, she proves that she's totally capable, but she's very like witty. Are you sure? and Yeah. That's the first time I feel like I saw her in anything. Yeah. That, that, I'm not seeing her that on her IMDb at all. She's in it. It's probably, I mean, this came out in like 1995 or 96, so. Well, I just, Father of the Bride, too, feels like something that should be at the top. She was in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, apparently. Okay, so I've never seen that. I'm a bad millennial. Uh, I know. I, I mean, it's, I think it's good, yeah. I like it. Yeah. I don't know I'm, how I'm well it holds up. It. It's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah, not true. Yet, but I just never, never got around. That and Garden State are two of like the movies in college where I feel like everybody was like, "This yeah. is my favorite movie," and I was like, "I've never seen this." <laughs> you know what? Again, I uh, again uh, being someone who uh, like lived with film majors, uh, she <laughs> they all bought copies. We all bought copies of Requiem for a Dream, which is a. And then watched it, and then I was like, oh, and I sold mine back to Movie Trading Co., because that's what we did all the time. Yes. And they go, how could you sell that? It's such a good movie. I'm like, yes, but I've seen it, and, like, I'm never, like, the only reason I would have it is, like, today I'd like to feel bad. Like, <laughs> it's not a movie I, like, just pop in. I've also never seen Requiem for a Dream. Who, who did I have either? Darren Aronofsky, and I, I like that's a lot thought. of his stuff. And yeah. I, like, I think that's a very... I haven't seen it in a while, so again, I don't know how well it holds up. But like, it's a lot of visual and and technical stuff that's that's amazing that movie. But it is just dark, wow. and it was also interesting because we all went and saw it, and mm-hmm. he uh, he was at the viewing we saw, and he talked oh. about it, which is very cool. It was something they did at like uh, the Inwood because it was like his second movie, so he wasn't huge yet. True, because he he did like Black Swan, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did he and also do Mother? Mother! Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I didn't, you have to say it like that because it has an exclamation mark at the end. <laughs> I, I didn't see that because what I heard about it and the people I heard who saw yeah. it were like, no. Yeah, that's what I heard too. Jessica, any notes you want to you wanna well, um, hear? 
but I would just say Niles is awful at pet names. Like when he's <laughs> yeah. trying to come up with a pet name for Daphne, I'm like, where are you coming up with this stuff? Schnookums? And truffles? Like, and he has to clarify the chocolate kind, the candy kind, not the, you know, fungus. Fungus, yeah. (laughs) Like, Niles, come on. It's not like this is first relationship here. So. And also, I'm like, don't force a pet name. Yeah. One will just come. Now, now I'm curious. I don't know if y'all want to share these, but do you have what your pet names are for, or your terms of endearment maybe are for your spouses? Uh,. Tara and I like jokingly call each other babe. Like if one of us actually says like, "Hey babe," then we both go, "Yeah babe," and we just start going <laughs> off and off. It's like, "Yeah babe, could you go get me a soda, babe?" Yeah, I'd love to, babe. Like we just do that for like three minutes and entertain ourselves. But I don't know that we have. This is now she's gonna listen to this and be like, <gasps> "Like like there's a pet name I'm just not remembering right now." <laughs> uh, I mean, just thank God y'all found each other. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you and Mark haven't anything you want to share? You can like, also be like, "I'll oh, jokingly call him like Prince Charming or something," but that's usually when you know I want something like Prince Charming. Will you get me this? You know, or something. But usually it's handsome. You know, that's about it. And that's, oh, I'll say, uh, I'll say that, gorgeous and darling. That is what I call like Leo. That. I call Leo handsome. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the ones we mentioned are both like very. Like, I wonder if this is a lot of uh, marriages where it's like something starts off kind of sarcastic. And then when you say it, you're like, oh, it's like endearing <laughs> at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, Prince Charming. And now you're like, oh, I like calling him that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. But yeah, Niles needs to come up with some better pet names there because not doing too well. <laughs> do you have any from uh, any any past paramours that you'd like to share on the air? Um. <laughs> I, I will share this. I wish they had better stories, but I had an ex. I called him monkey and he called me turtle. Okay. Can you, I have questions. <laughs> um. I'm, 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 tr- I'm trying to remember. I think it's because I had this one like silly face I would make. Then he said it looked like a turtle. He thought it was just hilarious. And so he would call me turtle. And I, I think I called him monkey because he could be really jumpy sometimes like a monkey. Yeah. See Tara, I, I refer to Tara as something I call her umbrella face. Because she has a picture when she was like, well, let me get there. <laughs> Why is that so funny? I, well, it's, it's more that I also had just taken a sip of water and it was just not what I was right. expecting. Yeah. Well, she, she, there's a picture of her when she's like three or two or something and she's got an umbrella and she's like, meh, meh, meh. And she's doing this face like, I'm so happy. Look at me. I have an umbrella. And like anytime she like, if she's, if we're like having, you know, like a disagreement about something, she's right. Or she like does something she's very proud of. She does this. It's the exact same face, so I refer to it as her umbrella face, like just because. But anyway. do you call her umbrella face? No, but I thought it was okay. kind of not a term of endearment, okay. but something that, like, again, sounds ridiculous to anyone outside of that circle because you were like, "Her what?" As you're spitting <laughs> up water. I just thought it was like, "Hey, umbrella face!" Like, well, I was, <laughs> yeah, "Hey, umbrella face." Uh, I did like that. I, I'm curious. Do you remember this turtle face? Can you? Uh, the the podcast can't see it, but no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do it. Oh, okay, I, don't you're gonna try? I don't think it's a flattering face. Like, I wonder. I, I just want you to do it. It's like you like eating a full leaf of lettuce. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's a very sort like. It's why would you un- ever make that face? I mean, this was a relationship a long time ago. I don't. I don't know if I can contort my face into that. Like, I, I don't really quite remember how I would make it. So. Yeah, the Botox is making it hard. To, no, I'm just yes, kidding. Yes, it's, it's, that that that's part of it. A mosquito just bit my face and then died. So. Yes. <laughs> Um, just a little Fraser callback. Um, I like the very subtle notes that Daphne is no longer the help that Fraser offers yes. Daphne a sherry. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but she still calls him Dr. Crane. And I was like, when are we going to get to her calling him Frasier? Right. Ever. I don't know if that ever happens. Well, they make a big deal about, uh, yeah, I did like the Sherry moment, but they make a big deal about her like calling him Niles or was mm-hmm. that last episodes? Yeah, it was, it was in the last episodes. Yeah, yeah. It's still, yeah. Um, um, I have a note here that says his speech sounds like an audition monologue. And I think it's when he's, they're arguing and Frazier is like standing up for himself and they keep interrupting him a little bit. But I feel like if we took Martin's or he's not in Martin's trying to ignore it. And he's like, is it not true? And he's doing this whole big speech to Martin about like, I got them together and I did this. And I'm like, I, has someone, anyone ever done this for like a, some sort of monologue audition for a part. Like, I love this so much. I would have thought you were referring to the toast he gave at the wedding reception. I don't know that the toast, I think about that one too, which I thought was, wonderful i liked mm-hmm. him so good so tap good. dancing around the issue yeah. and then even yeah. mel picking up and be like very clever for it that felt like yeah. a james bond moment of like very clever yeah. dr crane but now how will you escape this and then like a floor <laughs> opens yes yeah well i just i love that that mel was like you know i've heard about your role and i won't forget it and then just immediately like frazier's giving a toast i was like oh this is just gonna keep happening yeah yeah and when she did that i was sitting there like Oh my goodness, like if I was Fraser, what would I say? How could I kind of and then he did it like so eloquently. It was like, yeah, go Fraser. Good job. Such a I know, and it was yeah, Yeah. and it was also like a big F you to Mel of like, Mm -hmm. all right, I can do this. So again, I think Fraser is a much more likable character when he's not the feature of the episode. It's it's so true. Um I, I have a I do have another Mel issue. Um she is wearing white stockings or white tights with her outfit and i was distracted by it like i think she's wearing an open-toed shoe as well and i'm like what is happening i yeah i thought the same thing and then i was trying to think back and i was like does she usually dress kind of um off like have they done that with her character leading up to this because i don't remember anything where i was like what is she wearing until that scene yeah like otherwise she was usually very prim and proper and like you know to me white tights scream elementary school girl in a uniform like yeah i think that's the last time i owned a pair of white tights so yeah i'm gonna delete me going "Mm," when you go elementary school girl (laughs) in white tights like i don't know i was just like oh yeah yeah i don't know but it sounded a little awkward um i'm so glad you're here jessica a very special friend who wore white tights (laughs) no i (laughs) Uh, no, I just like I immediately knew what you were talking about, but also that sounds weird. Anyway, here I am. Uh, so, <laughs> Jessica, I am glad you're here because I feel like I wouldn't have been able to give much back to that because I didn't notice that at all. I was only keen in on the Hawaiian shirt. That was apparently my the Ryan the Ryan fashion watch of this episode. Well, and that really stood out a lot too because Daphne, yeah. up until this episode, has never worn a Hawaiian shirt or anything that loose and flowing. So yeah. Well, but, now, oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say another thing just popped in my head as far as the white stockings. Maybe she's going for the bride look. She was trying to do the all white thing. I mean, it's true. It's she could true. have done it in a way better fashion, but like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll have to go back and look, but the description you said of like the elementary school girl like i have it in my head of like super white tights with like black shoes like and, and she, she's wearing like, like a, a white <sighs> or a like a, a light pink shoe mm-hmm. and the yeah, whole i don't remember that so it, it, it was jarring to me and it mm-hmm. almost made me wonder like oh did jane adams i don't know have a leg tattoo or something that they needed to cover <laughs> up or like 
I don't know, did she just, did she get into some sort of like hiking accident and had a huge like, you know, wound on her leg and they were like, well, we got to cover this up. Because, yeah, it just yeah. It didn't make any sense. Um, anyway, it was obviously just distracting. Also, one thing, I, and it's too bad that listeners can't see this, but one thing I will that's still seared in my memory from this episode from even back in 2000 when it first aired is when the photographer is like, oh, you know, like pictures of the happy couple. And she goes kind of like. <laughs> I remembered it so well. I was like, oh, here it comes. And she's like, eh. I, I did like the bit where he's like, how about a kiss? And now I was like, oh, I barely know you, but okay. Like, I thought that was really funny. I also feel like I would have 100% been Niles in that situation. I would have been oh, making yeah. jokes yeah. everywhere I turned. Yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. Like, I don't think I could have handled it. I'd just be like, oh, hello. <laughs> like, when he's like, if I have to force my, my face into a smile, like, it may crack or something. And she's like, Niles. He's like, darling. And I'm like, oh, my yeah. God, that would be me. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, I, feel like, I feel like a lot of, you know, social situations in general, like, I like especially right now after going back to some of them recently like I I don't think I could handle any sort of added pressure there that's like if you screw this up you can like what's what's going to happen if he doesn't listen to her it's just she's going to give him a terrible divorce and like take him take I mean, him rake I mean, him over the coals yeah. and everything or she can hang that ex- over his head for however long you know yeah that's yeah. a good question is like what if he was just like no I'm filing for divorce tomorrow yeah like I mean, What's they weren't the, married yeah. for very long, long enough for assets to really be. Yeah. Right. That's why I was saying earlier, like, wouldn't they annul this? But I, I mean, I also think like she's playing on the fact that Niles is such a beta male. Like he's just like, there's that kind of, you know, oh, I like, I don't, I don't know how to describe this, but just the idea that he's going to get in trouble. Like, remember when you were a kid, I think about this all the time and there were things that maybe it's just me. Cause I was this sort of anxiety, very similar to Niles where it was like, oh no, we can't do that. We'll get in trouble. And now I'm like, who, what kind of trouble would you would have gotten in? Like, blah, blah. Like, I think about all the times I spent at CeCe's pizza, making sure I followed everything to the letter of the law. And then like, finally in my last year there, my brother-in-law came and was like, just give me a free buffet. And I was like, I can't do that. It's like, why, why can't I do that? Like, who's, what's the worst they're going to do to me? Fire me from my CeCe's pizza job. Like, like, and at the time it was like, I can't get in trouble. I have to follow the rules. And I feel like that's kind of what she's doing a lot. She's like, you have to do this for me. And he's like, okay, sure. I owe you that much. Like, but why? Like, you don't owe her anything. What's going to happen if you don't do that? Well, I'm still thinking about like what trouble we would have gotten into if we had followed, you know, if we hadn't followed some rules. And it's like, yeah, at the end of the day. Yeah. Like it it, it would have been theft, Ryan, had you given your brother-in-law a free buffet. uh, Mm. What? Nothing. Here's the thing. Like, I think about that all the time. And when I see teenage kids in jobs doing things that like, I should be like, oh, you should do that. Like, I'm like, you go do it. Give away that free pizza. Tell a customer off. Do something. Be. Go. Youth. The children are tomorrow, are our future. Go. <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's like when Jessica and I used to, in high school, work um, concession stands at Texas Stadium. She oh, was a fundraiser. It was got that. It was oh, it was hell awful. Hell on earth. <laughs> I've never cheered as loud so. as I have when Texas Stadium was demolished because I was like... <laughs> I was like, bury I, it. Yes. Jessica, yes. I haven't known you very long, but the face you just made is like oh. the most like upset oh. I've seen you. I like, just remember just like, oh, like being back there at like the hot dog grill. Oh. And it was like, there's cockroaches climbing up the wall behind ah! it. <laughs> so like, Sorry, we would, all you have to do is make the nachos, nacho cheese once oh, and you never oh, want nachos never. again. Oh, never. Oh, so at any, nasty. At any bending. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you, you just, you smelled at the end of the day, just like grease. 
and okay now we're back on i can relate this sounds like cc's <laughs> you yeah you just it was oh it was sad bad. but you learned what you could eat for free and like like what wasn't yes. counted basically so yes. like you chips weren't counted mm-hmm. nacho cheese like obviously wasn't counted the cups that drinks came in were counted so mm-hmm. if you, you had to bring your own cup to like get soda and stuff um, mm-hmm. Remember your own like water bottle and everything. And, and popcorn pop- wasn't there? Popcorn as long as you yeah. had your own container, because I would make myself sick on popcorn. Just yeah. you know, yeah. But, yeah. Like, but the, mm-hmm. yeah, but the popcorn cartons were counted. That and, was like, counted. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. once hot dogs were cooked, they were like free range. Like at the end, yeah. there would be like thirty <laughs> hot dogs left over. But if you cooked them, they were like you know obviously not re- not usable again yeah. and stuff. But um, yeah. I got invited to a lot of parties Oof. in high school because they gave us like the free free pizza at the end of the night at CC's because yeah. it was so cheap to make. And I'd show up and I'd be like, I'm here. And they're like, hey, thanks, Ryan. And then they wouldn't talk to me the rest of the night. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Lots of high school trauma coming out right now. Yeah. <laughs> Jessica's yeah. mind's about working at Texas State. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it was, it was terrible. Why did we, I mean, maybe it was a good fundraiser. I yeah, I think that was the only fundraiser we did that yeah. year and it was like drill team and band combined yeah. and that was the only thing we had to do but yeah, yeah it, it was gross it was it like you was had to work like three disgusting. football games and you could also do yeah. events we did i worked a tractor pull that was the one we made the most money Ooh. and with the tractor pull we had to uncap all of the sodas and hand them to people without a cap and people would be like can i have the cap and we'd be like we're not allowed again same thing ryan like what kind of trouble am i going to get into but they were right. like, people were going to throw the soda bottle caps at the trucks and they didn't want they just didn't want the really? debris down huh. into like the 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 track and stuff. But yeah, Makes I should have just been giving people caps and been like, who cares? Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, if, yeah, I, if exactly. I got a diet coke and someone's like, here's a capless diet coke, I'd be like, I'm gonna spill this like immediately because I'm mm-hmm. a child. But <laughs> anyway, yes, I, I will never be so happy as my senior year. We had a new drill team director by then, and when she heard that was the fundraiser, she was like, oh, absolutely not. She was like, we will sell candy bars. We will have a bake sale. We will have a car wash. We will do any number of things. We will not be spending our Sundays at Texas Stadium working a concession stand. We just used to sell. good director there because, yeah. Ugh. We used to bad. sell, I don't even remember. I think it was chicken sandwiches at the Plano Balloon Festival for Boy Scouts. And one year my dad like did the math and he goes, he goes, if we all just gave this amount of money, we would cover this fundraiser. Like, if we all just donated this amount, we would cover this fundraiser and get them whatever item they need. Because it was, no one bought those chicken sandwiches. Like, it, they were, like, big, thick breasts. So it was, like, and it's, like, we have to overcook them to make sure they're completely cooked all the way through. So they were rubbery and gross. Like, one year we went and we just sold muffins in the morning. And the muffins went crazy. Like, so it was like, my dad was like, we can, like, he later was like, so we just show up in the morning and we sell those muffins. And we've made our money and we don't have to sell the chicken sandwiches later. Yeah, and you don't have to cook them either. So yeah. I also that- think Chick-fil-A showed up one year and we were just like, oh, we're in trouble. Like, there's no way. You don't stand a chance then. <laughs> Well, and so it's funny that you say that there was money you could donate. Um, if you had a parent work with you at Texas Stadium, you got like double the amount of like fundraising credits. Like, um, and so my mom would work with me my sophomore year. She worked with me. And then the next year, kind of the same thing. She was like, how much money? Like, did, w- w- did you assign <laughs> yeah. to Laurel as a fundraiser? And she was like, yeah. here's a check. I mean, granted, that's coming from a place of privilege so that we could do that. But like, yes, yes, same yes, thing. yes. it was like. $300 at the end of the day. And my mom right. was like, here is a check to get those Sundays back. The yeah. the other <laughs> thing my dad did that's kind of famous among my friends is when I was in football, they would have 
every month or every week, maybe like one night a week, they would have a, uh, everybody would go to this one restaurant and eat. And it was a booster, a booster mm-hmm. dinner. And like a certain percentage would go towards the football called, team. Yeah. It's a big thing now for sororities as a fundraiser. It's called profit sharing nights. Right. Uh, and so they had the list they were doing one year and my dad sitting next, like my friends sitting next to my dad, like we're all at a big thing. And he, my dad just picks up the list and starts circling some of them and crossing out the other ones. And my friend Ross goes, sorry, Mr. Ryan's last name. Uh, why is, why are you circling those ones? He goes, Ross, these are all the ones that serve beer. <laughs> He's like, these will be the ones I'm going to. <laughs> I support that. I support he was that. also like, Absolutely. these are going to be the ones that make the most money. So, <laughs> yeah. um, Do we want to go ahead and rate the episode? And then I have a few just follow-up Frasier general questions for Jessica. Can we talk sure. for just a second about the, 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 the resolve? Because it ends up the way they see each other as they go to have that very, very cute dinner on the rooftop as their first date. Um, mm-hmm. And Frasier being their server and, and Martin helping out. This is the kind of stuff. So the turn we talk about like things that make me like cringe, like the office and then why I like parks and rec better because it feels like at the end of the day, everybody in that group is like really helping each other. This felt very much like that kind of storyline that I enjoy where it's like everyone working as a unit and and really trying to help each other out. And in a way that I don't know, I don't know that it didn't feel like a thing Frazier would do, but it was something that was probably the most altruistic thing I I can remember seeing Frazier do. Mm hmm in a while it, it's yeah. true it's true and it's like using his powers for good like of course he has connections to a fancy restaurant and mm-hmm. you know can get their catering and get all of that get those flowers i was like those flowers are like 500 dollars for each arrangement <laughs> like those flowers set up and everything yeah and get access to the rooftop for all of this you know but i thought mm-hmm. yeah i thought it was really sweet work because it like really felt like a family type everyone working yeah. together you know and daphne's part of their family you know so yeah i liked it I was also I, really I, touched that he, when, you know, Niles was not going to be able to take her out when Frazier was going to, he was like, why don't you and I just go out to friends? Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. the two of you, I feel like have like never gone to dinner. I just love this. I <laughs> thought it was going to turn into, they all ended up at the same restaurant and it became like, well, now we need to make it seem like Frazier and Daphne are together to help the lie somehow. Like oh, that's, that's that was, that was my ooh. prediction when he said that. I kind of and actually that, would have loved I was about to say that, that. would have been good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be like they were get there and Mel was they were going to have a big party and Mel was like, "Oh, Fraser, I didn't know you were dating your whatever." And then they were going to dig deeper and it was going to be like, "Now we have to do this for a while." Um, yeah. Fraser, I mean Fraser. Ryan, I wish you'd written a spec script for Fraser about that. <laughs> I would have watched that episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I think it's just one point, but I don't. But I thank you. I appreciate that. Um. Oh, I also, one one last note. I just wrote down, except for the very final scene, Daphne's hair is terrible already. It's so (laughs) stick straight and just flat. It almost looks like she's wearing a wig. Like, I'm just like, what is happening? They don't know what to do with Jane Leaves this season. She probably has pregnancy hair growth right now. And they're just like, we don't know what to do with this hair. Ooh, what's what's pregnancy hair growth? Oh, I'll let Jessica can elaborate. It's, your hair just grows like crazy. And, but it's not your normal hair. Like, some people, like, it. It's your normal hair, but some people, it's like all of a sudden they'll start getting crazy curl hair just randomly or, you know, whatever. But yeah, you just get all this hair and then usually around like, I don't know, three to six months after pregnancy and everything, after the baby's delivered, it all falls out. And so, yeah. Does it grow back? Depends. 
Yeah, it depends. My first pregnancy, some did. Second pregnancy, no. I have like half as much hair as I used to. I don't, it's just gone. So, yeah. Sorry, Tara just walked in for this. Did you know all your hair falls out after you're pregnant? <laughs> okay, okay. Please, no. You knew. Yeah, like, <laughs> was missing part of her eyebrows. Like, eyebrows? <laughs> get, like, these weird wisps. Like, yeah. yeah. I need to read some books. Lots of friends that I know have posted about stuff. I also follow a lot of my friends who have gotten pregnant. Who have had kids. No, I'm, sh- yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Bye. Thanks for stopping in. <laughs> Eyebrows. <laughs> I never heard of yep. that, but yeah, you get the the people who get the little wispies after your hair falls out and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's not like you're bald or your hair, no. all your hair doesn't fall. You, out. you no, might I have don't. like a section where, like, I know one of my friends where it was like under here. She just had this small, like, round bald spot here. I mean, you would have thought like someone had accidentally I shaved a circle there. I'm gonna be the worst the next time I'm around someone who's had a child. I'm gonna be like staring at their <laughs> scalp, like. I think you should just be like, tell, tell me about your pregnancy. How's your hair going? Um, the one yeah, my that's a good way due, to get hit by, so, by a new mother. Yeah. One of my friends is due in the next month, and she, yeah, she went and got her hair, like, finally got her hair cut. She got her hair cut the whole pandemic, and um, got, you know, the pre-baby haircut and everything, and her hairstylist was like, wow! <laughs> and she was like, yeah, I mean, just like prenatal vitamins and pregnancy hormones equal a lot more hair. Yep, yep. Yikes. She was That's like, so enjoy bad. it while it lasts. It's all going to be gone next time I see you. So, yeah, yeah. pretty much. There you, go. there you go, Ryan. Something fun for you to learn about. Um, aye, aye, aye. Do we want to go ahead and rate? Yes. Well, I had an LOL, though, also on the rooftop scene when Martin's trying to get Niles up there and he's like, come see the homing pigeons and everything. And Niles is like, I do not like pigeons. They have no respect for public art. <laughs> That cracked me up because I was like, it's totally right. They don't, you know? Also, like, why did Martin think that was going to get Niles up on the roof? <laughs> yeah. Like, come see the, the coop for the homing pigeons? <laughs> I would have been like, even me, who I would I'm who's not as fussy as Niles, would have been like, ew, pigeons? No. <laughs> yeah, but I'm ready to rate it. Yeah, Jessica, you as, as yeah. the guest, you go first and you get to pick the first, you know, you get your choice of what, Ooh. how many, whatever you want to give it, so... Well, um, I would say I would give it eight, eight, um, pet names. I would say, <laughs> I, I, I don't like, it. I would have given the season seven finale nine because it's like, yay, finally. And I thought they wrote that all so well and everything. And this all was written well too. It's just not as much of a, the, the triumphant buildup yeah. and, you know, them finally coming together. It's, you know, heavier stuff and such. So yeah, yeah that's fair. Mm. Um, I'm going to give it seven, uh, pairs of white stockings. Oh. Um, I, same thing. I, I think it's, I think it's good at moving the plot along. I really, like I said, I'm so much, so surprised at how much I enjoy Mel and Donnie in the, in these roles. Um, but kind of same thing. It's, it, to me, it's not the most memorable episode and it's more of a mm-hmm. plot driven episode. Um, yeah. but yeah, I, you know, I could be persuaded to give it eight now that I think about it, but I'm going to stick with seven. I'm going to stick with seven. So I'm going to retroactively change my uh, last episode to nine and then make this one an eight because I really, really like this one a lot. Um, And I think the more and more I think about it, uh, I think knowing that something was going to happen to that episode, I, 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 my expectations were set too high and now kind of letting it, you know, simmer for a little bit. I now put it at nine and this one I really liked. Um, I liked that hopefully this is the last time we'll see Simon. I liked that, uh, you know, I, I liked a lot of the stuff going on. I thought there was a lot of heartfelt moments. Like I said, this did some stuff that I really liked. But I'm going to give it eight uh, Hawaiian shirts because, again, I was obsessed with the fact that she was wearing a Hawaiian shirt. And 
yeah, now that you mentioned her hair, like it wasn't just that she was wearing a Hawaiian shirt. She looked like, you know, Niles came in in probably a suit. I don't remember what Niles was wearing, but I'm assuming he just looked like Niles. And she looked in like, hey, man, like, like <laughs> almost like they would have dressed her for like, and now Niles is going to see the real Daphne. Like, you know? Like, yes. and she doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Um, do we uh, have anything I, uh, else? Do you want me to go? Yeah, well, the... I have, I have yeah. Some, just some questions I want to ask Jessica. Um, so who, mm-hmm. no pressure to pick a favorite of either of the two hosts, but who is your favorite character on Frasier? Oh, oh I thought favorite. you were going to ask her who her favorite host was. <laughs> I, I, I like, did too. Weird. <laughs> it's like, well, host, I would have to go with Laurel. Sorry, yeah. Ryan, but I've known That's her right. my whole life. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have felt bad. It was I know more where just, she I was lives. like, what a weird, like, like, listen, I'm the king of validate me, but you, like, like that was a power move. Yeah, but um, in Frasier, growing up, I would say Eddie was my favorite, of course, because he's just adorable. The dog? That's awesome. Yes, of course. Um, he steals every scene he's in. So, oh, well, but I'd say that it, the marketing back when this show was on, Eddie was a big part of all the marketing for as yeah. little as he's oh, actually yeah. in the show. He yes. got a corn muffin this episode didn't he wasn't that the big thing martin was yeah, eating those martin corn muffins and saying that they were okay mm-hmm. and then he goes she goes you don't have to do that he goes fine he threw it to eddie yeah okay yeah um but as an adult i would say niles just because like david hyde pierce is so good you know and just i mean everything like one of my favorite not the whole episode but memorable scenes from fraser is that um Three Valentines one. Yeah. I was getting ready for that. the date. Yeah. yeah. And I just, yeah. that when I think Frasier, like to me, that is like the best scene of Frasier probably. Um, and so like, I just love getting to watch him being Niles and all the funny quirks and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but also Roz as an adult yeah. watching her. Like Way I remember split the when... difference, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. But like when I was young, I remember watching and being like, I want her hair. The mermaid hair you guys talk about all the time. Like, I'm like, yes. When I was little, I wanted her hair. You basically had her hair. You've always had such, like, flowing, I mean, blonde hair, but still. That is maybe the greatest compliment I've ever received. (laughs) Thank you, Laurel. (laughs) She's always had just such long, beautiful hair, so. Thank you. But hers is always, like, so full and perfect and healthy looking. It's like, wow. But, no, now as an adult, though, and seeing, like, how dedicated she is to her job and then single single mother and she's living her life her way you know and everything it's like major respect for Roz so I was gonna say that her shift is I was because I was thinking about that because she comes in she's like give me liquor and she's like (laughs) I just uh and like she's she's a similar character but has just the shift has also been fun to watch yes I also Mm -hmm. identified so much with Roz I've definitely rolled up to an event before like coming in hot like yeah. stressed out about other things have been like get a drink in my hand <laughs> i mean i don't well, i don't i can't think of a particular instance but i'm pretty sure i've been at one of those events but um, where you did that oh <laughs> <laughs> okay so my, my uh, follow-up question to, to after Jessica's wonderful answer to her favorite character is mm-hmm. do you have a favorite episode of fraser or you can uh, pick a few but like like for yeah. me, it's ham radio when they have to do the murder mystery. I yes. just I could watch that at any time of my life, any day of the week, and just I could just put it on and still have just as, as good a time as ever. Yeah. Um, so like I said, Three Valentines not my favorite episode, but that one the opening part with Niles, like one of my favorite Fraser parts. I really like the innkeepers a lot. The whole restaurant. Wasn't that the yes. Yeah. Is that called the innkeepers? 
You're yeah, right. Isn't, isn't that what they kept? Yes. Yeah. I, I've kept, I keep thinking that it's called the name of the restaurant, like the, the Happy Brothers, but you're right. Yeah. It is the innkeepers. The innkeepers. Yeah. Innkeepers and I mean. A VIE that I identified early on that Ryan yes. is not as big a fan of. <laughs> I like no, it. It's one of those where I remember. I like the bit with the bird on his head in that same similar running in and out of rooms. I feel like those are similar episodes. But kind of I yes. like that one. Episodes. Yeah. 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 And yeah, and I like that because it's like I remembered the buildup and just the like craziness as far as like the eels and Daphne just whack, you know, and Niles just being stunned, you know, and then the explosion of the cherries jubilee and everything. It's like those to just like stand out in my head. But now as an adult, I appreciate ham radio a lot more also. So I, yeah. David Hyde Pierce, I, I wrote it down, but I wish I'd taken a better note. Cause I don't know exactly what it was, but he had a good moment of like physical comedy in this one where like someone like slammed the table and he like threw everything in the air or something. I think it was before Mel showed up and he was oh, nervous. Oh, I can't her. her so, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, this one also had one of my favorite, you know, recurring things, which is Niles hyperventilating. <laughs> I just love <laughs> his hyperventilating. So. Yes. Um, oh, and wasn't it when he was hyperventilating? He like he's under the table and he mentions a prune Danish. Yeah, he's like, there's still been Danish there. I'm like, I've never heard of a prune Danish. That sounds absolutely oh. disgusting. Okay. I, I have heard of a prune Danish, really? but I can't I can't say I've ever I, I think they may sell them at the check stop in, yes. in West. Oh, um, that that's I've, where you would see one, yeah. <laughs> I've had them, but I like prunes, so. Uh, well, you must be very regular. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't eat. That's here's the problem: is sometimes I go, ooh, pr-, like I go, I go, ooh, prunes. I haven't had these in a while. Num 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 num. The rest ooh, of the day bad. sucks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but did I ever tell you about that time when I got a thing of uh, chocolate covered espresso beans as a gift, and I'm like, these are great. I ate them all, and I had like the worst like. 36 hours of my life I was like like it's like this weekend when I lived alone in in Champaign Illinois and it was just like uh and the and the, it was an ex-girlfriend she's like hey can I come over I'm like please don't come over I feel awful it was terrible I thought you were just gonna say that you stayed up for like four days no well I don't take coffee at all so I get all I get the like having to go to the bathroom be super Diuretic jittery effect, like yeah. I get everything like magnified because every once in a while I go I'm going to try coffee and I'm almost 40. I should be drinking coffee. And I'm like, Nope, this is a terrible idea. So, so the best way to do that was to cover it in, in chocolate. So I forgot. And I was just like, dah, 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 dah. I mean, I've had the problem with espresso beans where I'm like, mm, this, mm, this is delicious chocolate. And then I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. 20 hours it. later. I'm like, yeah, exactly. Um, so. yep. Okay. Well, I guess, uh, Ryan, I'll let you do the clothes. I don't know why. I was well, to start I have one question for you guys just going forward. Mm-hmm. And I just because I don't think you guys have talked about this yet, but as far Man, as Man, Jessica's got a pen in her hand. She's yes. looking down at notes. <laughs> this is great. Guys, this is a bar high for future guests. Like, yeah, you need no to kidding. prepared. Not going to waste you guys' time, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> but I don't think you guys have talked about this. As far as jumping the shark, does Frazier ever jump the shark? And if so, when? Just, just something to think about as the, you know, series continues on because now it's in you know season eight eight. that's like pretty serious and it's still got three more to go right 11 seasons so So. i I don't know well yes (laughs) and and i um i'd honestly as i like i said in the last episode i we're getting into the episodes i haven't seen nearly as frequently like i Mm -hmm. what, what really this season on i haven't seen these like 10 or 12 times like i have for some of the earlier ones so i'm a little fuzzy as to a lot of the plot lines um moving forward 
Mm -hmm. Um, So it'll be interesting if I look back and see this as a jump the shark moment. Yeah. Mm. Um, Because I think it is for so many shows. Like, oh, when the couple finally gets together, it all goes downhill. But the show is on for four full seasons after this. So Mm -hmm. my prediction is maybe if it does jump, I don't, I don't know if this is the moment, but like, cause like the jump, the shark moment isn't like, this was a culmination of things and it worked out well. And I think we've all established that we like not only what happened, but it seems to be going in a good direction, but I could easily see the jump, the shark moment coming in the future. Maybe, maybe the near future, maybe, you know, mm-hmm. like I, yeah. I, it could, it could be like, now that we've gotten this, like what's next? Like, all of a sudden, Frederick's going to move in with them, and he becomes a main character. <laughs> like yeah. they, they he buy. I don't know. Just they they move to another place, you know, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, this one also did the thing at the first episode where it was the weird, like dark uh, shot of the <laughs> of the apartment. Yes, yes, oh, <laughs> which looks yeah. so foreboding. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, Well, yeah, we'll have to to keep an eye on keep an keep an eye out for that shark. Yeah, I would love to see legitimately. It might not. You guys might think that it stays this high caliber the whole way through. Do you guys know the history of that that term? Yes, happy days, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. Like when you said it, I immediately pictured Fraser (laughs) doing the happy days water skiing, (laughs) jumping a shark. Like, but like Fraser's like. Like Fonzie meant to do it, and like Fraser, I can imagine be like, ah! like the whole like he didn't mean to be water skiing, and now he's water skiing. Like I that's like how I see like it. That would have happened on Arrested Development. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes, they would, they would yeah, have done there. definitely. Um, well, and I almost wonder if, because again, I'm not as familiar with the later seasons. If if Fraser takes more of a modern family trajectory, where it's never quite as good as the early seasons were, but it's still never like, oh, because like I'm now in the yeah. season like eight or nine of Modern Family, and I'm like, yeah, it's not as charming as it was early on and surprising, but that's almost because they've now, how good it is is now the norm for it. Yeah. I I thought of this the other day. I was going to ask you this, Laurel. Have you seen the finale? Of Modern Family? No, of Frasier. I don't know if I've seen it in its entirety. Oh, okay, okay. Interesting, interesting. I seem (laughs) to recall that um, it, it was on once and like my dad and I were home, but my mom wasn't. And so we recorded it, but my dad watched it while it was on and recorded it. And I kind of came in and out and was like, well, no, yeah. I'm going to watch it with mom when, you know, when she gets home. And I don't know if we ever actually watched it. Wow. So I, I know, I, I remember bits and pieces of it, but. Because that's kind of what I did mm-hmm. with Modern Family is I dropped out, Tara was watching through it, and then I jumped back on for the finale. And she's like trying to explain. I'm like, I get it. I got it. Like, it's it's pretty like, you know, I, I think I get where we are and what's happening. So mm-hmm. I meant, I was just Jessica, did you watch the Frasier finale? Um, yes, but I don't think I'd watched that whole last season, but yeah. then I was like home from yeah. college. Cause I remember watching it with my mom at her place. And so mm-hmm. it's like, I, I can remember that. And then my husband and I, when you guys started this podcast, I was like, yeah, Frasier, let's go back and rewatch it. We've watched it all. So I've watched now okay. all oh, okay. the way through, You've you know, but us. yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. You guys were going a little too slow for us. Yeah, no. no that's what, <laughs> Another sorry. guest host, Kyle, has like already watched it all the way through as well. So, yeah. um, so wait, had, yeah. had Mark watched Frasier before or was this his first yes. time? No, okay. he had watched it also, but very much like me where it's like at home with his parents, yeah, but then he went off to college and, mm-hmm. blah, 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 and he didn't really remember much about the later seasons. So, yeah. Yeah. So let's, this is, we'll cut this little part out, but let's, are we cool with everything? Do we want to wrap it up? I actually yeah. have another sure. podcast recording yeah. coming up. And, and, and Jessica has like a life and children. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just, I just have sure. my dog. So. Yes. <laughs> uh, 
so guys, if you want to uh, get a hold of us and let us know what you thought about these episodes, uh, there are many ways to reach us. We are craniacs at gmail.com. That's C-R-A-N-E-I-A-C-S. At Craniacs on Twitter, Craniacs, a Fraser podcast on Facebook. Uh, you can rate us on all, you can listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcast, Overcast, Stitcher, all sorts of stuff. If you can rate us on any of those, we truly appreciate it. Give us a five star rating, the highest rating you can. If you're thinking about giving us a four star or lower rating, I believe Jessica has a recommendation of what you could do instead. Why, yes, Ryan, I do. <laughs> so um, I actually texted Laurel about this last night because I was like, wait, did I find out about this show from Laurel on Craniacs? But I did not. Um, it is a cute little show called Kim's Convenience. And you guys have probably heard of it before. It's on Netflix. It's a Canadian show with all Asian cast, and there's five seasons. We've only watched the first two, so I can't vouch for the last three, but we're continuing our way through it. But it's just... A nice comedy, uh, that just short little show, so good to have on the background when you're working or whatever. But it's really just really charming as far as just going in and seeing this Asian family. And they really give these characters some really good depth. And it's just fun to watch the mother and father and their two grown kids and just how their relationships work. And it's... Just very well written, and I would highly recommend it for something lighter and amusing. Just to have on while you're cleaning the house or whatever. Canadian TV making a big... We're just re- we're rewatching Shit's Creek. Mm. So, well, Tara's rewatching it. I would just jump in the first time and kind of sit down and be like, oh, what's going on? Okay, cool. And now I, we're watching it start to finish. So Yeah, I... Yeah. Um... It's funny that this might be the recommendation that finally puts me over the edge to watch Kim's Convenience because poor Netflix has been for years like, Laurel, Laurel, Kim's Convenience. <laughs> Based on all that you watch, we think you'd like it. And I'm always like, yeah, yeah. Um, you should li- listen to Netflix and me. I really think you would like it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I need. I need Netflix plus another person whose opinion I trust. So Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Right, because Netflix yeah. is like, I see that you liked this original Netflix show. Would you like to watch all original Netflix shows? <laughs> Or I find that Netflix is like, because you watched Broadchurch, we recommend Love Island. And I'm like, just because these are both British does not mean I'm going to be interested in both. So There's a great Patton Oswalt Oswalt bit about TiVo where like he watched The Man from Laramie, which is like a, a Western. And then he got all like his TiVo recorded Every, all these random shows and he couldn't figure it out and then he figured out the the key factor was they all had horses in it <laughs> he's like no that's not why i watched this western i wasn't like ooh horses but yeah anyway well check out kim's convenience guys and uh, until next time i'm ryan i'm laurel and i'm jessica and we're listening bye y'all